Internet Explorer is a podcast that contains adult content. Much like a divorced dad drinking pina coladas at the Applebee's bar on a Tuesday evening, it is not <laughs> fit for people under 18 to experience. Guess what? It's Wednesday and it's podcast time. Yeah, let's get down to podcast. And this is Internet Explorer, a podcast brought to you by BuzzFeed. I'm Katie Natopoulos. I'm Ryan Broderick. Today we are going to talk about something that I... I was about to say I love, but that's incorrect. I would describe it as I fear, and like many people over the age of 30, I am confused, fearful, afraid, uh, vine stars. Yes. I'm confused and scared of them. I don't understand why people like them. I don't get it, and we are going to figure it out today what's happening, I think. Right. And for the record, I love Vine, but I do not trust Vine stars or any new media Vine stars because why am I not viral? Why am I sitting in this closet with you talking to you when I could be I could be sitting by a pool in LA making branded Instagrams for Nike and you know feeling finally complete and satisfied with my own life. Ryan, I have actually a you know I have a quick answer for you on that. Oh, what is it? Uh, complete lack of talent on your part. Oh, I, <laughs> I thought you were going to say it's because I'm too handsome. I thought you were going to say I'm, I'm too handsome for Vine. We have an excellent guest for you this week. Her name is Caroline Moss. She is an expert in when it comes to the world of Vine star and Vine celebrity. And she's going to be talking to us today about a very special, handsome, cute, viral boy, Logan Paul. Not Ryan. Not me, yet. Logan Paul, he's one of the most popular stars on Vine right now, and let's get into it. With us right now is Caroline Moss, who is the Deputy Culture Editor for Tech Insider. Hi. Hi, Caroline. Thank you for joining us. Hello, Caroline. Thank you for having me. Hi, Ryan. Caroline, you wrote an amazing story, a profile of the Vine star Logan Paul. Thank you. Yes. Um, I really enjoyed it because I like stories and I like lots of pictures of shirtless guys, which this story included a lot of. Me too. That's why I got into journalism. (laughs) So can you describe a little bit about who Logan Paul is? Yeah. So, you know, Vine is not very old. I think it's like two and a half years at this point. Yeah, it sounds about right. And... uh, in the beginning of Vine, no one really knew what to make of it. I think when Vine came out, everyone was like, oh, six seconds, that's not enough time. And then very quickly it became this like place for comedy and mm-hmm. place for like young teens, mostly like white men, to do this sort of like physical stunt comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is a very athletic guy, and most of his humor is based around his... There's like physical comedy, like his timing is really good. Uh, the first Vine that he ever made that I think got picked up on BuzzFeed and other media outlets was this Vine of him where he slipped on a banana peel, did a full backflip, and then like crashed into a recycling bin full of cans. <laughs> and it went nuts. I laughed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, fun. it's funny. It's really funny. And it's because of the timing. It like does the full six seconds. It's really good. Mm. And that sort of skyrocketed him to Vine fame, while Vine fame was something that people were sort of testing out, like, is this going to be a thing? Is that going to be a thing? Brands thought, can we? is this something we can spend money on? Um, and so he got in there right at the right time. I mean, dropped out of college, moved to LA, and now he is, uh, he wants to be a big star. I mean, yes, he is a very dreamy, funny man. Yeah. But I wanted to know, like, when you were deciding to do this piece, what made you choose him 
over other funny, beautiful men on Vine. What was it about him that you thought kind of summed up the whole Vine celebrity experience? Well, actually, I saw that particular Vine. I had just talked about the banana peel flip Vine on YouTube in one of his compilations a while ago, about a year ago. And I actually laughed through the whole thing. Like, I thought he was genuinely very funny. Right. There aren't too many people that I actually think are, are funny on Vine. It's like a comedy <laughs> that I don't necessarily think is like very good. A lot of people don't know how to do it well. And I had talked to him last year when he was up for a Shorty Award. So in doing this story, I just called him and said, like, hey, would you mind if I came out and visited? And he was very down. The Shorties are uh, like a, the Oscars for web content. <laughs> the highest form of digital <laughs> yeah. uh, award if you, you can win. If you win a Shorty, you're set for life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, Caroline, I want you to talk as much as humanly possible about what seemed like a nightmare world uh, of vines, li- Vine stars living in one building. So what is this like? Oh, my God. Uh, it's really, it's nuts. And I say that, and I mean it. Um, we, I got there. I landed at, like, 1230. He immediately texted me and asked if I was there. And he was like, just come over right away. We're all hanging in the apartment. So I went over there. It's like a very unassuming-looking building. I haven't met, spent much time in L.A., but it seems pretty, like, run-of-the-mill, luxury complex kind of way. And I finally make my way into the apartment. And it's just like, he's just riding around on this electric hoverboard scooter thing. (laughs) I think he had a shirt on at this point, but it's just like so funny. Huge, massive apartment. Huge like glass floor to ceiling windows. His brother is there. A couple of other people are there. And he's just like riding around. And you know, I thought before I got there, like, okay, you know, going through the questions I wanted to ask, thinking like, oh, I'll just ask all the easy stuff today. You know, I want him to get used to me. I want him to trust me. I want to sort of build a rapport with him before I get into the crazy stuff. And I think maybe like 70 seconds into it, he played stink dick for me, <laughs> like over surround sound. And that's his original, his original uh, song. Yeah. So this is, the, this is the future Shorty Award winning hit single, Stink, stink dick. dick. Which is the smell that your penis has after you have sex. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. When you smell like sex, you don't eat cologne. Young man, you smell terrible. I can't serve you a drink. I don't care what you think. Stank dick is a good thing. When I was reading your article and all these Vine stars live in this same apartment building, I was imagining it very much like Melrose Place. Sort of the pool in the middle. I mean, I'm sure that's not what it looks like, but please don't ruin it for me because I want to imagine that's what it looks like. Very similar. Um, And they're all just sort of hanging out with each other because their only job is to make Vine. Yeah, I think that there is a very, uh, there's a common misconception about these kids and there's like seven or eight of them that live in this big complex. And it's like college, except they all have money and... They're all on these scooters. All of them have these scooters. <laughs> I've seen these. They're they're kind of like skateboards, but with two footboards and they like two. Yes, ro- imagine like, like a yeah. mall, like a Paul Blart mall cop Segway, yeah. but you have nothing to hold on to. Yeah. You're just it's like just the feet. You're just scooting. Yeah, yeah. Um, they all have them. Yeah, I mean, it's they all their doors are open. Like so many times, people would just like pop their head in and be like, "Yo, who's who's around?" You know, who I feel the most sorry for in everything. Who? the other residents of this apartment complex who moved into this luxury building and then it became overrun with 21-year-old Vine stars. Yeah, I didn't see, like, anyone else. Like, the only people I saw were Vine stars. <laughs> it was like I assume derivative. everyone else is hiding. Yeah, everyone else, I think, <laughs> probably just vacated immediately, yeah. broke their leases. They're like, get totally. me out of here. Yeah, totally. I mean, it was like, it, and they're loud, and they're like... It, 
Oh, what I was saying, though, is that you would expect that they're all partying all the time, but uh-huh. it's, like, the opposite. Like, all they do is talk about vines. Yeah. Like, all they do is, like, stare at their phones and, like, oh, I got 1,200 likes on what? this Instagram. Like, I thought you just cut all the partying and, like, crazy drugs and sex out of it. They're just If their manager told them one thing or if one of their managers said one thing, it was, like, if don't drink in front of her. Everything else is fine. Like, that's how I felt. There was no drinking. There was no drugs. It was just, like, a lot of talk of likes. I mean, I have a theory that I believe that they're not like crazy uh, partiers because I feel like the kind of, like they're comedy, they're so wholesome in a way that like, and it's a kind of wholesome creativity that only comes out of not drinking. Like, it's kind of like, um, are you familiar with the the 90s ska band, the Aquabats? Hell yeah, I am. Yeah, I know Ryan is. I know <laughs> Ryan I'm is. not, but I'm, I'm um, open. Follow me here. Okay. As someone who is a Mormon enthusiast, sure. um, I, I grew sure, up with sure. a lot of Mormons, love Mormons. There is something about not drinking that will drive you to certain levels of creativity that you would never achieve if you realize that beer is cool. That makes sense because I love alcohol and my life is in ruins. You're the most creative you've ever been is like telling one dick joke in your life. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But so the Aquabats were this band where... They were a ska band, but they also had invented this entire, like, fictitious sort of children's... Katie, Katie, we didn't have time to go into the Aquabats. Let's focus on the, uh, the task okay, at hand. Okay. Sorry, sorry. So back to these child stars. They're sort of, like, they're somewhat diverse, but mostly hot young white men. Most. Actually, the number one Vine star in the world is black. Uh, okay. His name is King Batch. Yeah, I He saw lives it. there. Okay, and he's in a bunch of Logan's Vines. Yeah, they're all in each other's Vines, mm-hmm. which is very helpful for them. Um, yeah, I mean, like, they're young rich kids a lot of them didn't go to college or dropped out of college or are taking classes online and they all want like now they're all like sucked into into this hollywood scene and they all want to be famous i became like very emotional reading your piece because like there just seemed to be this like existential like and we over like the whole it was like it was like bojack horseman but in six seconds that's exactly how my editor described it by the way really he was like if we could make this headline this guy is bojack horseman i think that we could run it but i don't know who would click it he's okay so if you haven't seen bojack horseman basically it's a talking horse that is very sad all the time because he can never live up to like his want to be a massive celebrity and he's just like a joke comedian so talk about logan paul's quest for like stardom like how how is he going about it? What is he doing other than Vine? Okay, I'll I'll preface this by saying I think that when you go to Hollywood and you are a Vine, you you are a Vine star because that's what media calls you know that's what press calls you they preface right. your name with Vine star and you have eight million followers and like all of them are like all day long blowing up your phone to like ask you to marry them and telling you that you're so great you do develop a sort of ego and then you go to Hollywood and you hire. A manager who is going to get you jobs and also takes a cut of your money and he is also telling you you are great and you are going to be big and so these kids are sort of in this scene and they're like okay I have to take acting classes I don't I have to do some direction I don't want to just do this so like every day is like trying to do as many things as he can hoping that like something sticks to the wall and then he is able to like no longer be a vine star so he goes to acting class which I attended also it's four hours long right and I am a former theater kid so I really this was where I felt most comfortable in my time there um these are kids who like clearly either like went to conservatories or grew up on stage or just have been training 
their whole lives for this. And then Logan is sort of just this like athlete who does cool vines who is like, yeah, I want to be an actor too. I'll take a four hour class. He, he's literally like a theater kid's worst absolute nightmare. Like he is the jock that showed up for the play. A hundred percent. I mean, I was having like PTSD from like bad high school experiences <laughs> of like, oh God, like I, f- I feel weird partying with all, like I had to remind myself several times, like I'm like 10 years older than most of these people <laughs> and it doesn't matter. But it, there's, yeah, I mean like this is like uh, the jock who like wants to try out for the acapella group oh. and every, this is literally the first episode of Glee. <laughs> it's like, this is high school musicals, like main conflict. Yeah. You know, when you watch that, it's like cartoonish and, and in real life in this situation, it really kind of also is cartoonish as well. It's like, like you can't do this. You can't do this. You do one vine and you think you can act like you can see, you could see sort of there was a tension there. There was an amazing scene uh, that you describe in your article during the acting class where He's uh, you know, one of the exercises he's assigned to do a little short bit with a scene partner where mm-hmm. it's like the woman is gaining an abortion and he like can't and it's obviously supposed to be very serious. Yeah. And he like his thing is he does vine comedy. So he keeps like breaking into jokes in the middle of this like abortion <laughs> skit. Yeah. And that the acting teacher is like increasingly frustrated by this. Yes. And this is amazing. There's an episode of The Office where Michael Scott does improv and right. every time he gets called up, he pulls a gun <laughs> and everyone starts getting annoyed with him like throughout because like every scene gets ruined because Michael Scott now has a gun and everyone's like, this is very frustrating. It was very reminiscent of that. I think Logan feels more comfortable when he's being, A, I think he feels more comfortable when he's being funny. And B, I think he's like, I'm never going to be in a movie where like I'm doing this emotional abortion scene so I can just like toss this. Yeah. Like right. we don't, I don't need to learn how to do this. Why would I need to know anything that doesn't happen in a Seth Rogen movie? He kept like using these words like, I want to do gritty R-rated comedy. And it was like, the undertone was like, I want to be in that crew of like funny men sort of thing. Right, in the movie Knocked Up starring Seth Rogen, abortion was never an issue uh, put on the table right. and Seth Rogen never had to deal with it. Definitely. Um, that was a stand-in. So I think what's interesting about Vine stars is that there does seem to be this thing of these Vine stars, these YouTube stars are so often really cute boys, like cute late teens, early 20s boys. And so it's sort of that they're these new kind of Tiger Beat, you know, matinee idols kind of. Logan wants uh, to expand his fan base. I think that he's getting a lot of these comments. I think that it is good for his ego. A lot of 14-year-old girls are telling him he's hot. I think he would rather have a lot of 20-something girls tell him he's hot. And that's... You know, that's his quest. He wants to be edgier. A little while ago, uh, one of our colleagues, Dory Shafir, wrote uh, wrote an interview, an article about uh, this guy, Brock O'Hearn. I loved that. Your article about Logan reminded me a lot of this article about Brock mm-hmm. because they're similar. And Brock is, the best way to describe him is he's like a hunk. Like, that's the only word he that applies Samson. to him. Samson. He is this huge, muscular guy. He's, I think, like 23 years old. With the he hair. Has, he has long, flowing hair. He mm-hmm. looks like Fabio. And yeah, he has yeah, like yeah. a he has a beard, and he's very good looking. Yeah. But in this, like, in the way that a lot of Vine stars are sort of boyish. He is a man. <laughs> he is like a man. Yeah. Like he's Brock is re- a man. He's huge muscles. Mm-hmm. Like he's also weirdly like, I think he's like six seven or something. He's enormous. And he's become really, really popular on Instagram purely because he's just this really great looking guy. Sure. And the weird thing is like he doesn't 
do anything. Unlike Logan, who does comedy and kind of is, I guess, trying to act, Brock just looks pretty. And we, as internet society, have created these internet stars. Mm -hmm. And we love them and we love what they do. Or even if it's just, hey, this guy looks great. Or this guy's funny in six seconds. Mm -hmm. And these are new forms of celebrity that mm-hmm. don't necessarily translate to being in an action movie or being a comedian or writing screenplays. Like, that that's how Seth Rogen got into movies. I'm or, waiting for the first Vine star to go Vine famous be like, all right, that, I'm a Vine star now. Like, right. I, what, what's so weird is that they're all scrambling to go to old media to, like, stay famous, but... Why don't you just stay pretty on Instagram? Like, I, why can't that be your job? I think that part of it is that they have this, they sort of know that, like, if your fans are 13-year-old girls right now, 13-year-old right. girls turn into 19-year-old girls pretty fast. And then if you know that 19-year-old girls don't really care about you that much and will have moved on, then eventually, you know, what, what happens? Right. What happens when your fans grow up and aren't interested in adorable boys doing pratfalls? I think that they are very afraid of showing up on someone's like Vine stars like remember these people like mm, they're at home in like Podunk now they have four kids and like this guy spent all his money and like doesn't he can't pay his mortgage and um, they don't want that they want to be famous forever I mean they want to transcend what, what you're saying is once again the real villain is capitalism yes always <laughs> <laughs> always yeah I mean also I think that like Ask any 20-year-old what is your career yeah, goals totally. and they it's not going to be whatever they're doing right then. And, you know, they might be like, I'm in college and right now I'm a history major, but I don't want to be a historian. You yeah. Know? And what did you know about money at 20? I didn't know anything about like 401ks. I didn't mm-hmm. know how much insurance would cost me. The idea of having kids seemed very far away. The idea of owning my own house seemed very far away. So the idea now that you look at these kids and you're like, I don't know. I kind of felt like get off my lawn about it, being like, you should be so lucky and you should be saving more and blah, blah. This could last you your whole life. But they're like, I'm fucking 20 years old. I'm making a shit ton of money. I want to make more money. Like, I want to take over the world. And my manager says I can do it. And, like, that is kind of toxic. But also, (laughs) you know, that's Hollywood. Like, this is new Hollywood. Yeah. If they want to do it, they're in the right place. So Vine stars like Logan are making a lot of money through sponsorships, right? How does that work? So, uh, you know, you get... Uh, an agency who's doing ads for Pepsi or for Coke or for Bounty paper towels and they're like where could we get our product in front of 8 million people? How about these hot Vine stars who everyone seems to love? And the dollar amount that these Vine stars charge is from what I understand and from what I was told by Logan sort of meted out by follower count like X dollar amount for every X followers oh, wow. so that their rates could always be going up if they continue to get more popular so oh, okay. Logan's first brand Vine paid out $2,000 and now he told me he can charge up to five figures um, King Batch uh, Logan told me charges over $100,000 per Vine and if they do <laughs> You know, like, if you do, like, five of those a year, yeah, you're making, like, $400,000. And they make money other ways, and they do more than five a year. Mm. These kids are, like, rolling in money. I think about, like, my ability to do anything mm-hmm. at 19. I was like, oh, yeah, I can cover a Green Day song on a bass guitar. You want to pay me fucking $100,000 to yeah. do it for Coke? Like, I'm very uncomfortable when people write off these kids as dumb. 
if you were as smart as they were, you would also be in LA making $500,000 a year. Like that was probably my least favorite criticism of this piece. And the way I tried to write it was to tell both sides, which is that like these kids are 20. What do you expect? And also like you are not better than them. And there is no way that you would not trade places with them if that's, I mean, I can't imagine not wanting to do that and live that life. That's cool. And you, and they did it on their own merit. Like whatever help that they're getting now, because that they are, they're now sort of a brand came from, they were able to do this on their own in their basements, in their backyards, on their campuses. And a lot of them will fuck it up. I mean, a lot of them won't. I mean, I, if, if someone came to me in five years and was like, Logan Paul is huge. Everyone knows who he is. I would have, I would say I'm not surprised. Just want to be a sexy internet teen that gets paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to like brands. Ryan, you already are. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my God. That is who you You're are. You're my favorite guest we've ever had on the show. <laughs> Thank you. I'm your number one fan. We're going to ask you some questions we call Fast Five. we got okay. Fast Five. five fast Five questions. Five fast questions. Five, super fast. fast. It's furious. Here it goes. I'm ready. Furious. Furious. Fast, fast Five. five. Here. Fast Five. What was your first screen name? Oh, uh, uh, Sparkle Girl G-U-R-L 27. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It, but not my best screen name. <gasps> what is your best screen name? Uh, the Champagne Room. Wow. As in no sex in the. Wow. Oh, and I was wow. 16. It's okay. Sorry, yeah. That's so good. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Moss. <laughs> Why Sparkle Girl? To cut me down to my, my core, I am a Sparkle Girl. G-U-R-L. And 27, obviously. I was born on 11-27, obviously. So, uh, I feel like you are a Sparkle Girl. Thank you. I hold that with me. Yeah. I might do like a maybe a tattoo. or. I, I think I think you should. Do some pressed metal yeah. jewelry. Next question to Fast Five. Uh, this is question okay. number fast two. Five, fast, fast Five. five. Uh, what is your most used emoji and why? Um, mm, maybe the <laughs> dancing girl in the red dress or uh, the prayer hands on bad days, the gun. <laughs> <laughs> the dancing woman, she's having so much fun. She's living such a good life, and I want to also live a good life. She's a sparkle girl. <laughs> she's a sparkle she's girl. An actual sparkle girl. Maybe I would suggest maybe add. I got a new one for you. Okay, to the diamond and like a girl face. Maybe the and girl who like is you. holding her hand up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the girl who holds her hand up. Yeah. That's a yeah. good one. Yeah. She's so good. And then the gun, just, you know, when shit gets real. All right. All right. How how do you sign your emails? Uh, best. Oof. Uh, All right. Wow. wow. Uh, I know it's wow. so bad. I've okay. read many an article telling me I should not Really? Do that. I that's how I do it too. But I also spell out Caroline because I find it infuriating when people are just like best C. If you write just your initial, like that means you want to fuck. Oh. In a professional setting, too? Yeah. I don't write a ton of personal. You want to professionally fuck that person. Not like actual sex, but it's like, yeah, business, I'm ready to do fucks. some business with you. That's See, cool. I, I, yeah. on my email signature, I just say, do you want to fuck? That's my, that's mine. <laughs> that's good. That's good my signature is, I'd that like to leave fuck, some guests I, comma, <laughs> Katie. That's good. <laughs> I would like to fuck yours, Ryan. Uh, okay. For, fourth question. We're almost done with Fast Five. Got four, four, question number four is, if you could delete any part of the internet, what would it be and why? The, um, my, my first blog, I would delete it <laughs> from that, the whole part of that internet. <laughs> what was your first blog? My first blog was like, I moved to New York and I'm so depressed. Will life get any better? So <laughs> uh, in 2009, I was unaware that like any, there was anything on the internet other than mommy blogs. Right. So I sort of like embedded, like I wasn't a mom, but okay. that was all I felt. But I wrote a lot of like sad stuff mm. and, uh... I did my best to delete it, but it like lives on somewhere. Uh, if you like Google the right string of words, I would delete that. Are you like not able to delete this? Like you don't have the login or something? I don't know. I mean, can you ever really truly delete anything? That's and true. from what I read, the answer is no. Okay, 
Fifth question of the Fast yes. Five this is the last question, and this is a personal question. So if you do not know, Caroline runs a Twitter account called Your Way Message. I don't know if you still do, right? You still run it? Uh, it's there. Yeah, it, okay. it lives. It so lives I wanted to ask you, Yeah. what is the most embarrassing away message that you remember that you had? The lyrics to Sister Hazel's Your Winter, which, um, <laughs> which and it was not so much embarrassing as it was my favorite, and I used it all the time, and like it was definitely like I am sending the message to Andrew Corsero, if you're listening, uh, who was a couple years older than me, and I loved him. I think he's like a dentist in Florida now. And every time that he would come online, I would put that away message on. Wow, that's really that's deep, so and I'm beautiful. sure that another 17-year-old boy really understood <laughs> yeah. that. No, like, if I saw that written in There's green hope. Comic Sans on an all-black font with a bunch of asterisks surrounding it, I think I would yeah. have fallen for you pretty and, hard. And uh, Webding's Y, which gives you the heart. Oh, oh nice, nice. If anyone else has a special away message that they had you are free to either tweet it to free your way message your way. or you can email us <laughs> internet explorer oh. at and tell us all about it you can message me on aol instant messenger which i still have a working screen name damn and it's ryan r-y-a-n l-u-v-z B-O-O-Z-E. So it's Ryan Loves Booze. That's cool. That's And I, again, Thanks. that's why Ryan has never come up with <laughs> any clever or star. creative things in his life because he loves booze. I just love booze. Get help, Ryan. <laughs> Get help. Um, Caroline, thank you so much thank again. Thank you for having uh, me. It was, it was a delight. It was a treat. It was great. Everyone should read Caroline's story. It's called Logan Paul Has Conquered the Internet, but he can't quite figure out how to conquer the world. It's on techinsider.io, and you should follow Logan Paul, watch him as vines, and enjoy the rest of your life. That's that's all. Just, in, just live. Just, in, just enjoy your Don't life. Don't be away from your life. Just get in that car and drive, man. I'm going to tell you to do two things. I'm going to tell you to read the article. I'm going to tell you to follow Logan Paul on Vine, but the rest of it is up to you you know just drive down that dirt road and see where god takes you man thanks a lot everyone for listening to another episode of internet explorer a podcast from buzzfeed before we go i want to do a quick shout out shout out shit out (laughs) shout out Shitting it out. So our music is by Tan Lines, a band we love. And one of the members of Tan Lines has his own podcast. It's called No Effects with Jesse Cohen. It's really cool. Uh, He interviews other musicians from indie rock bands, and he always has great guests. And it's always fun. If you like music and you like podcasts, and hopefully you like podcasts because that's what you'd be listening to this one, you should check it out. It's on iTunes. No Effects with Jesse Cohen. I also want to thank our lovely producer, Julia Furlan, and Jenna Weiss-Berman, and Eleanor Kagan, who, uh, according to the camera that we've hooked up into her toilet, uh, is still not <laughs> pooping on her hands. Yeah, really it's, we haven't caught her in the act yet, but yeah. Eleanor, don't think for a second we're not watching. <laughs> I want to reveal that I am actually one of the toilets in the women's restroom. <laughs> I wear a toilet costume, and I've replaced one of the actual toilets. So there is a one in six chance that you are sitting on me. (laughs) Amazing. Subscribe on iTunes, rate and review us, and, um, you know, have a nice life. Thank you.
Anyways, I just want to give a follow Friday to whoever uh, this morning left a, like, the most disgusting blast of tiny, weird turds. You're definitely not well. Um, something, is, <laughs> something is deeply, deeply wrong with your diet. <laughs>